the smoke break smoke break i want to introduce you pot smoking pandas to our guest today which is nate williams how you doing nate nate william abby nate william abby (laughs) you did you did tell me before you just like can you do it nate williams or did that change or do you want me to do nate abby i go by okay Go by Nate Williams. I was just trying to honor which is I, I honor I honor the William because uh my great uncle, um, who was an artist, um, lived out on Cape Cod, did oh, okay paintings and shit, and I kind of carry on his little tradition of you know, that kind of shit. <laughs> nice. That's the only reason why I keep the, yeah. the middle name. Well we we had you on the show before, you yeah. know what I mean? But like yeah, it was fun. And yeah, it was a good episode. You guys missed it. Because, you know, we had some technical difficulties and I had to just, I just decided to scrap it, have Nate come back on. We're gonna, we're here to talk today about, you know, lost civilizations, ancient civilizations and, you know, and I think- The legends of the hidden temple. We're talking about game shows. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're trying to start off strong and we, and you know, this is a topic that Nate definitely wanted to discuss with us because he's been doing research, right? Even- yeah, um, I mean, I've been looking into the, the, the late Bronze Age collapse, which happened within 50 years. Um, and if you think about that, that's two generations of, uh, of people. That's, that's, you know, a generation so is every ta- 25 so years. So what are you talking about, about the Romans, the collapse of the Romans? I'm talking about the collapse of um, what we know on the archaeological record, we know the collapse of um, Egyptians, Hittites, Canaanites. Um, uh, like, so you're talking about the collapse of the Hamitic kingdoms. And yes. If you're going by the um, biblical narrative, it would be the collapse of the Hamitic 12, kingdoms. 1200 um, BC. Yeah. What's That's so, about that at the end of Egypt, basically at the yes. end of the so what is so what, what what fascinates you the most about this era this era of time and the the collapse of this the Bronze Age? What's so fascinating, like about the, the very little amount of written language we have that can translate and tell us what happened before that? How do you think it it affects us today in society? I think that well. I think it more than affects us. I think that we're reliving um, a reincarnation of a cyclical time period where we might be running parallel to another um, idea of a lost civilization. I, I could get to that later. But um, sorry, bring me back. You to- also have to realize that it's the run up 
of to answer Chris's question a little bit more accurately, it's the run up of the biblical narrative. That's all we can. That's yeah. really all we got to say to answer that question that you just posed. Is how does it affect us today? It affects us in every way because everything in our society is based off of that biblical narrative. Right. So, so that, do you think? Do you think period, is that the first collapse of civilization? No, no, there was a All collapse right. before that. The so, golden age so do you think? So, do you think each collapse, each collapse civilization, played a role into the into the next civilization that was to collapse? No, Absolutely. Uh, I, I not think, in a I direct way, have. not directly, not, not directly, directly but no, not directly, indirectly, indirectly, yes, yes. yeah, I, I agree. Because with remember, that. Plato, Socrates, um, all of these different Greek um, philosophers. Um, different Arabic philosophers, different African philosophers, different Indian and Southeast Asian philosophers would remember, they would still, even though Egypt wasn't a superpower anymore, they would still go down to Egypt for scholarship. Egypt was considered the center of education in the world. It still is to this day. Library it's, of Alexandria. Exactly. The Library of Alexandria going into Ptolemy's Soter, where he had the body of Alexander the Great on display mm-hmm. at the Library of Alexandria for over a hundred years and everything like that. Like, you know what we I mean? We don't have that library anymore. Well, we know the library got burned down it. by Caesar, Caesar and the Romans. Yep. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. yeah. Exactly. They didn't want that. Don't you think that's such but a shame? Nah, nah. it's it such a shame that we hold lost on, hold all on, that. Hold on, to go into a little bit of a conspiracy about that. Yeah. See, everybody thinks that they burned all the all the information. See, but then that would mean the Romans were stupid, right? But we know for a fact that all of that information is just in the Vatican Library now. It's in the sub basement library. They taught us that on Da Vinci Code. They taught us that on Angels and Demon. That everything since the beginning of time, every historical record is in the Vatican. There's some copy of something that has to do with that if it is not the original copies themselves. They are holding something back. And I don't know why. I don't know if they're putting a facade. Oh, because they have the. Because you know what they don't want us to get? They don't want us to get the Adamite writings. Because Adam actually wrote his own books to the scriptures. And really? they did. Bro, yeah, so Adam, remember, Adam was in the, created. What's in those, what's in those scriptures that that's they the want exact, to hide that's, from us? What do, you, what do you mean? What do you that's the do direct you, con- What do you think, though? That's Adam's direct contact with the you, Most High God. Do you believe Adam was um, created by. Is basically uh, I, I a golem, believe... um, but, but basically he was breathed um, the the air of life into, and that's you how... have to go into the Mahabhatra to understand yes. what happened. He had to actually Adam, um, Adam, how he became the living being was because of the demiurge, what we call the atmosphere today. Okay, so understand where four they ate the the fruit off the tree of knowledge of life and death, right? So before they trees. ate that, before they ate that, right? Yeah, but you're not understanding because okay, the yeah. tree, the two trees, all that signifies is the duality of the Kundalini, yes, which is. is life and death. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The life energy, the death energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or if you want to go into the Mahabhatra, like they say about Vishnu and Shiva, the destruction energy in order to create, because you have to destroy in order to create something new. You know what right. I mean? Think about it. In order to bake a cake, you got to break eggs. You got to use milk. You got to put the flour, but you're not going to use them all individually. You mix them all together, which technically is breaking them all down in order to create a Pretty. new substance. You know what I'm saying? We know what that's called. That's called chemistry or alchemy now. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Well, alchemy, which the word alchemy goes directly back to meaning Kemet, which is the ancient name of Egypt, which means the black land. Like, take this blood, for instance. 
We had this. There was weed in here. We yep. had to break, break it down. down. The weed. We had to break take the down Dutch, the Dutch. Break down the Dutch. Turn it into put it new. put it together. And now here we are. And this isn't the smoke break unless we're smoking. Unless it's metal alert. And then just like if you go into the scriptures about another thing they try to hide is about Tubalcane, the son of Cain, Tubalcane, right? He Tubalcane is the first what we call the first blacksmith. He was the first blacksmith. Where he was he, the one. Where does he relate with the um uh the family tree of Cain and Abel? He is Cain's son. You're not okay. understanding. He's All Cain's right. son. That's why his That's name is Tubal Cain. Okay. All right. Two meaning two, right? Or T U in Spanish or in other European based Latin languages means you. Two T U. It means okay. you. You and then Baal, which we know means the Lord. The You're the Lord Cain. That's basically his name in English. You're the Lord mm-hmm. Smith. Because Cain means smith, like blacksmith, um, shoe smith. It means that type of a smith, a worksman. So his name, Tubal Cain, means you are the Lord um, Smith. You're the Lord Craftsman. Forger. And that's like my name personally. My name is Jamal (laughs) Anthony. My name is Jamal Anthony Smith, which means in the Hebrew, it means it would be Yael Adonai Shirach, which means in the beginning, God was the divine craftsman. Which, because who did he craft? You know, you know, that creation. You know what that kind of reminds me of? Um, You know, uh, the Mandalorian. Yeah, who's that? Who's that that lady? She's like the craftsman, right? Yep. She's like the craftsman. That's kind of oh, what Oh, you're talking me. about the head Mandalorian. Yep. The ancient one. Because yeah, she's mad yeah, old. Kind of, yeah. Is, she the, is that what they yeah, call her? Yeah, she's the ancient one. one. Yeah, like she's the one. Doctor not, Strange? Well, it's similar to Doctor Strange. Yeah, not, her name is not the ancient one. But he when he was explaining it to them who she was, is she was the ancient Mandalorian. Mm. She, was, Strange, uh, she was the origin. That's why she was the only one who knew how to make the plates. Remember, she was she was over there, and she ate them up with just the hammers. She wasn't even fighting Yo, with laying she, with bla- blasters or nothing. She beat them niggas up with the with the straight hammers and the. Is with she the, the one that knows how to uh, make the Mandalorian alloy, armor? Yeah, exactly. Armor yes, is like almost that's, impenetrable. She's the she's the matriarch. That's why. That's what's up. She's a she was probably she's probably one of the like um. Like Mandalore said, she's the one. She's one of the only true Mandalorians who was born on Mandalore. Left. Both that wasn't a Mandalorian. He just wore Mandalorian nah, armor. Nah, he wore the Mandalorian armor. Yep. They, and that wasn't even that was Mandalorian armor, but it wasn't made out of the same the steel. one. The, nah, yep. the same steel. Thousands of years or hundreds of years later, actually. No, that's I, um the Mandalorian happened fifty years after the events of the Return of the Jedi. Really. Yeah. Okay. It begins right. fifty years after the events of the Return of the Jedi. So not say, even that, the Force Awakens hasn't even happened yet, right? Nah. So nah. It's like, well, how, actually, how actually, that's false because it run, it's running parallel. Yeah, it kind of is. They're running parallel right now to that's each other. What I, that's what I would think, right? Fifty yeah. years after. Well, maybe fifty because, years. Nah, maybe, because, maybe, yeah. maybe Force Awakens already happened. Maybe yeah, because Rise of Skywalker remember, already gotta, happened. Because you got to probably did. Because you got to remember. Because it was only thirty years no, after. No, because you know why? No, because you got to remember. You gotta remember this about what they say in the the um in the Mandalorian. The Jedi, remember, they didn't even um the homegirl when she was describing Yoda to his people to him, Mandalore, she didn't realize that he was um a Jedi. She didn't know the name to call them. Remember, she was calling them sorcerers. Well, remember, I, they were saying she was saying they were sorcerer so people. This is the thing. It, it's baby Yoda, so I 
Yoda is thousands of years old, so I thought that it was running thousands of years before the nah, event. He's a clone. He's a clone. Uh, Baby Yoda's already fifty. This is a show. Not seventy-five. See, 75? I haven't seen the series. They so said I need that to... it's possible that he's even as high as seventy-five. Even as, yeah. Okay. That because they would say for the first one hundred years of Yoda's race's life, they're what we would call uh, infant stage in humans. Yeah. It runs parallel to the infant stage in humans. Yeah. Well, his so like one to five years like old. A millennium. Like one to five years old. No, actually, they can live more than a thousand years. Yeah. Yoda only lived a thousand years because you got to remember that Yoda lived in a time when the dark side of the force was very prevalent and Yoda is extreme light. So when the darkness comes, Yoda loses power. That's why, <coughs> that's why he left. That's why he went into the force in the return of the Jedi. That's why he told Luke that he was sick. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It wasn't that he was sick because his body was failing him. He was sick because the dark side was taking over the, and he couldn't the dark live side in was, that. The dark side was too powerful. And the, I feel like Luke was also very powerful. And it was well. ambiently destroying and I think, Yoda. I think the together, it, it was that was what was creating like an imbalance. I feel like yeah, Yoda yeah. wasn't supposed to be there, right? Yoda no, actually, I feel there. like the imbalance comes from the fact that Luke was indecisive. Well, here's how yes. I think. Of, here's here's what I think about. It. Here's how I think of the Force <coughs> being, like, being balanced or whether it's not balanced. It's like if you have an extremely powerful Jedi, it's there's going to be an answer for it over here on the other side. Right, and if there's any more extremely powerful like Sith than more than yeah, one or not, two, that's why, or more than one or two Jedi, then the, then the Force is yeah, unbalanced. Like what you was, you're not understanding what I was saying, though. Right, right. Luke about was indecisive. Being indecisive, so that was yes. so he was stuck in the middle of the balance. So the balance didn't know so, yeah. which way to compensate. So he didn't know Luke was balanced. That's, no, no, that's no, but Luke no, didn't no, know. Right? No, Luke wasn't balanced. Luke was neutral. Yes, because he didn't know if he was a Jedi yet or not. He had free will. Exactly, he could choose to go and, with and the then, Sith and then if or see, be a Jedi. On, see, that's on, what on. I'm saying. And if we go to into me, the later, what movies, I take from it, it's like being on. balanced is the and the Force is into, being neutral. If we go into the later movies, right, the next three. Yep. After Return of the Jedi, we still see that indecisive nature in Luke Skywalker until the end of the second one. Yeah, and that's when he actually realized, Joe, I gotta take, take take charge. That's this is my time. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of why I feel like they were saying it's the rise of Skywalker because he finally rose up to where he was supposed to be originally all the Even years ago. Death. So think about it like this: Anakin was quick to go into his spot. Yep. He was like quick to be like, yo, I'm trying to ascend into my power phase. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Luke was tentative, was the exact opposite. He was too tentative. He was like, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah, Anakin. Yeah, I mean, he Anakin was, had he ego. He was indecisive as hell, bro. Anakin had ego, and he also had fear of uh, of death. Of death. Yes. But not death for himself, but death for people he cared about. Yes. And that came from his mother, from him losing oh, his yeah. mother at that young age. Yep. And yeah. which means that the seed of the dark side was planted in him all the way back in episode one. Yes, exactly. Which that's why that's why um, that's why Mace Windu said we got to be careful with this one. But nobody wanted to listen to him, even though Yoda already knew what was going to go down. But nope. Yoda knew he couldn't interfere, though. That's why because he couldn't do anything about it. He exactly he yeah. was gonna he knew he was gonna turn into Lord Vader regardless. Well, he it knew he was going to bring balance that, to the he force, knew but he didn't Anakin know how. Not, but he knew Anakin was not the balance. 
he was not the actual balance of the force that was well, coming. He knew that, that but it was, wasn't going to be involved with his bloodline. I look at it like this: Anakin was like putting one um, weight on the scale, and you needed Luke to weigh it all out to even. Nah, that's not nope. Because it took Luke and Leia to even out. That's, yeah, that's yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. what I'm saying. Okay, about, like the force. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I feel like even Leia like was a fabric. More, like think of yeah. space. You know what I mean? Yeah, like like gravity's. Like, yeah. yeah, but I feel like the sun, this, you know what I mean? Like that's the force. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and like the anchors are the are the force sensitives. No. Yeah, that's what that's I feel not like. What it is. The anchor is not force sensitives. Like the things force that sensitives, kind of weigh it down. How do you find things that weigh it down? Force sensitives. You know what I mean? No, the way force the force down, like the f- no. See that? No, that that's incorrect then. Because remember, the things that weigh the force down are not the vessels, but the choices the vessels make. True. You're not understanding. It's a higher consciousness than physicality. It's the actions. But it's that the are being choices. Taken. It's the choices that they make that yeah, determine who they become. A, and that's an idea. That's not a physical. That's why. Mystery. That's why and it's remember, a whole general thing that goes. Be, that all goes remember, together. That's why they become Can a physical manifestation of that. Can I ask you some choice? Right. Do, you, do you think the Force is a manifestation of all the Jedi's past, light and dark, gray in between, and all of their consciousness rendered into one? Or yes. How, how do you no, think that no. works? I feel because, like, you know I feel why? like that because, is, because of the because Rise of Skywalker. Every, like one of the, yeah, sorry, but now I was going to say, everything in existence is the Force. It's part of the Force. Right. Yes. Even inanimate sure. objects. That's why that's they what they were kind of trying to. That's to what they kind of like alluded to in yeah, the last Jedi. Thing, yeah. Right? When she like solved everything, the all the dead stuff. things and stuff. They kind of alluded. Yeah, because to that. remember, if you go into the Knights of the Old Republic number two, the game, and that's why they're bringing that out as a movie now. Because yeah. remember, the World Eater dude, he could he he could bring people back from the dead. The dude who was the top Sith. Right. He could bring people back from the dead, but he had to consume whole planets, though, to in order for Plagueis. him to have the uh, yeah, in order for him to have the energy to be able to go on and live. Yep. He had to consume whole worlds, whole stars, and it was never mm. enough. And it was never enough. Why? Because the Sith always want more. That's part yep. of the greed. Yep. They. Yep. They always. Well, need that's more. the dark side. Is is you can never get enough. And that's dark the problem side. and that's why Luke, that's why that's, you're never gonna find fulfillment. And that's why luke should have already knew naturally that he couldn't go to the dark side because even towards even in the newer one he was he's not that ruthless he just portrays himself as trying to be tough but he's not really luke skywalker is not ruthless you yeah, know what i mean that's right. why Darth vader told him that he wasn't ready to fight him bro you're not right. ready to go against somebody like me because I'm ready to kill you now. He was toying with them in episode five. Yeah, even in on episode de- six on the Return of the yeah, Jedi. Yeah, even then, even then, he you're was not a Jedi yet, my nigga. Come on, he yep. told him straight to his face. You're not a Jedi yet. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You're not a he Jedi kinda, yet. He kind of wanted him to save him in a weird way. But dude, it's that's because what Anakin I took- couldn't save himself because of the programming. Because yes. remember when Luke told him that he the cared suit. about him and stuff. Luke that's said- when that's when it broke the programming of the suit on him. Yeah. And remember that's why he took his helmet off. And yeah, because yeah. when he took his helmet no, off, well, Luke he put was him no in a position. Luke put him in a position where like he had no choice but to say. But, it also but to broke, answer him, you know what I mean? Yeah, but to answer him, it like, genuinely. It was genuinely. cathartic, it was cathartic yeah, in the race. It broke Palpatine's hold on him. He said, it's yeah. too late for me. 
That's what he said. It's too late. It's, it's called catharsis. He, he, he literally had nothing to lose, so he, he spilt everything that was inside. Like, it, it was everything he had left because yeah. you know why? It's because Darth Vader knew it was his end. Mm-hmm. He knew it was the time of his physical end. That's why he was like, you know what? He could sense it. He was like, he, yeah, in the force. Remember, they because remember, everybody who passed away in, since the beginning and of Star he was Wars, a Jedi. that was a Jedi or a Sith, they knew when they was going to die. Yep. They knew before they went into that battle they was dying. Think about Obi-Wan. If Not even just Obi-Wan. He knew because of Qui-Gon Jinn doing the same death. So he knew that was, if he's his disciple, I'm going to suffer the same death as him. Yep. That's scriptural. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ said that. Yes. Those who are baptized in my life Sacrifice. is also baptized in my death. You know what I'm saying? That's part of the curse of Jesus Christ. The curse of self-righteousness. If you strike me down in anger, I shall become more powerful than you could ever Yeah, imagine. but see, that's the difference. It wasn't even strike him down in anger. It was strike him down, period. Strike him down, period. Yeah, yeah true. If you strike me down, I'll become more powerful but than I think you could that's ever imagine. That if you strike me down, it's going to be in anger because I was your friend. No, because Darth Vader didn't strike him down in anger. How did Darth you- Vader struck him down in a moment of clarity, bro. Because he realized that this was the... Because now he realized that on episode three, why he wasn't supposed to defeat um, Obi-Wan right there. But didn't he look... Even though he was the better Jedi. He was the better combat Jedi than Obi-Wan Kenobi by miles. trained. Right? But remember, what did Obi-Wan say to him? I got the high ground right now. So understand in um, in an analogy what he's saying. What is he saying to him? I'm taking the high road on this one. I'm it's, being the Jedi in this situation. Like, like, let's please negotiate. But see, but when he struck down, when when Darth Vader struck him down, that was if that was Knights of the Old Republic. Darth Vader gained light side points. He didn't gain dark side points. He gained light side points. Oh. That was the beginning of the manifestation of him breaking the Palpatine hold. Because, because Obi-Wan did not fight him back. He struck down a defenseless opponent. But Obi-Wan still had his lightsaber with him. Meaning that Obi-Wan had the opportunity to defend himself. And not only that, before Obi-Wan got struck down, they did clash. Yeah. So that means that Obi-Wan was in the dark right there. He was he, His vision was clouded. Yeah, he, because Obi Wan was not allowed to see what was going to happen in the future in order to warn Luke. He could not. They that see that's one thing that Yoda kept trying to get in Obi Wan's head in Episode Three. You cannot fuck with the future. If you start fucking with the future, shit starts going out of whack. That's now right. the prophecy is not going to come to fruition the way that it is portrayed in the prophecy because now you did something in time that time got to compensate for. In order for it to not be predictable now. That's why I think in episode four, he had like PTSD. In the collapse of the Republic. Yeah. And it's all the cyclical nature. It's the cyclical nature of just revival. But but Luke Skywalker, I believe, broke that cycle though. Yeah. That's why they came back with that. I don't know if you can. I don't even know if you can break. That's why the title. No, that's why the title is the rise of Skywalker because he finally rose to the pose where he was supposed to be. He brought balance. Because remember, why did he bring balance? Because he became the master teacher that he never wanted to become. Yeah, I agree. Remember, he was fighting Yoda on that. Can I ask you a question though? 
All right, so see, the morality in these stories, for me, hold just as much morality as the the Mahabharata and the Vedic texts and the Dead Sea Scrolls and things like that. And as wacky as that sounds... Well, not really, because that's Are you a- suggesting that there's a chance that these stories could be real? I'm suggesting. Are you, are you suggesting listen, that that's listen, that's a, that he's he's stating a fact know, in the listen, beginning of all these movies? I'm suggesting it's a possibility. Listen, you know that the tribe of Judah, right? And originally in Egypt, right, it was called the Jehudi. With a, it's like yeah. Jedi, but with a D in the front. Jeddah city. The Jeddah. You know Jedi. about Jeddah city, right? Mm-mm. In Saudi you know, Arabia. Come on, Saudi Arabia. The city of the Jedi, Judah. The real Jedi. The, 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 there is the a Jedi city called Jeddah City. Much. There's uh, and they and they can't go what they what Christ in them in the scriptures they call the golden candlestick. It looks like the handle of a lightsaber. Look, I'll it show you. Kinda does. The golden candlestick. It actually kind of does. And weirdly bro. enough, the Ankh. Um, if you had the Ankh and they're holding it like this, I mean, if you just it, it almost. That's because the Ankh, if you know about um the ancient script, the Ankh is actually two um two scripts put together, two um two what we would call letters put together. Right, but the thing they it's hold like in their hand, we, the physical you know, device. You know, um, you know, like how they originally called it Egyptos with an A E when it's an Aeon. Yeah, it's an Aeon letter. Yes, yeah, it's not yeah, the they, A they, or the E, but it's Aeon. They it's misinterpreted A and e combined. It, yeah. And the Aeon, where the Aeon letter is basically the same thing as the Ankh. It represents the it represents life. You know what I'm saying. But you got to remember what's which is that's the alpha, right? The beginning because it's the womb. The the circle on the top represents the womb coming through the womb. Can you explain now? You hold on, hold on. Remember, yeah. and now in Christianity and in Hebrew, we got a letter called the Tav. We call it the cross or T in English, and that's called the Tav. And the Tav is the last letter in the Aleph Bet, which is the Hebrew alphabet, and the Tav. It usually signifies like the end. You know what I mean? It's the ending. So think about it. At the so and what I tell people all the time is that that the cross represents the sword. The sword. Yeah. Now, because that's the last resort. Violence should always be the last resort. Now think about it too. Now, if you have a cross and you have a ankh, and you can stick the ankh through the cross, and now you have the creation. How to create life as a human. What do you mean by as, stick the ankh through the cross? Think, stick the long part of the cross like it's a penis through the, through the hole through in the ankh. And now you okay. have, and now what do you have? The it's beginning almost, and the end, it's, right? It's almost like uh, the original sex symbols. Exactly. And that's why the Most High told us not to fuck with the ways of Egypt because it's fornication. Their ways were fornication. Yeah. Their way it was, was very Freudian. It was very lustful and fornicative societies, Egypt, Greece, Rome. They was having sex like you wouldn't believe. That's why if you think, oh, that's man, why if you're were. like, oh, yo, AIDS is, nigga, AIDS been here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yo, don't you don't know nothing bro, about the old days. Bro, we yeah. don't know about the old days, my nigga. Oh, they didn't even have condoms yet. So you Greece. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, nobody uh, talks about that. I know. Nobody talks like what it's the fuck? It's because everybody's willing to subscribe AIDS to the United States about, government. Yeah, like, we perpetrated it. All we did was perfect the virus. We yeah. did not create the virus. And then we perfected you know the cure and started selling Yo. it for fucking thousands of dollars. Yo, like, do, you think, millions, do you think millions, there's? Actually, do you think yeah. like like Magic a Johnson's disease or like a, a bill, or like a, like yeah. a plague? What? 
has take, has taken down civilizations. Dude, Bro, what are you talking about? That would about? be so Remember, easy. Smallpox and the Native Americans. Yeah, but we're still here. All right, I mean, oh, but like, you're not understanding that. I mean, dude, like, yeah, like maybe there was clans, like there's whole clans that are gone. Like, I'll even I can even go into the twelve tribes of the barbarians. All right, so we can go into a little bit of historical context with this, right? There was twelve tribes that are barbarians. Now there was one tribe called the Haruli. They're extinct. The Haruli went extinct. You know why? The Haruli were defeated by their own brothers. They were eliminated by That's their what it's own written as. Like, That's what it's written they, as. No, they were killed by their own brothers, meaning the other tribes killed them. Okay. But they but if you go back far enough, just like in the scripts in the genealogy in Genesis 10, on one of that eventually one line they're all brothers what if they killed they were killed by their brothers meaning that petulance and disease and plague had forced them to kill them so you get into some resident evil type zombie apocalypse but you know how easy it would be oh there was that's in the that's reported in the sumerian that's that's reported in the sumerian tat no they're they're raising people from the, the why do you think that's in the bible in the last days the in dead haiti, will rise from the in grave. haiti they actually practice um a certain thing in where, voodoo in voodoo, yeah, in voodoo, where you can use these alkaloids that are found in nightshade, um, atropine, scopolamine, and yeah, what they, they use do that is on weekend at Bernie's, basically. But yeah, what they do is they 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 put someone in a position where they're clinically pronounced dead, and they actually have like death certificates, and this has been on record. And these voodoo priests will come and raise them from the dead. 48 hours later because they know the chemical that it'll like that they're not really dead it's just a weird process that they're going through it's very fucking weird man but like i never thought i would believe in voodoo or anything about like bringing people back from the dead but i don't know how else you can explain it like there's this one story about a person who um came back and literally like her personality has been like just zapped like she's like a shell of her former self and like i don't know how to explain that <laughs> like i mean except for massive memory wipeouts from the scopolamine and atropine that was given to her you got to remember the memory is going to get wiped because remember think about it like this yeah. right they raised up the vessel correct yeah so didn't they raise up the vessel without a spirit what they did was they put her in no, a just tomb. Answer, answer the question. Did they raise the vessel up without a spirit? That's a metaphysical question. Um, that's, but, that's, not, that's actually physical. Well, It's made manifest because it's due to DNA. Yeah. Well, the, I don't know the, the person. Digital, the digital information of zeros and ones. I watched a movie like code. that recently no, with Nicolas Cage. I don't know the person, your, though, so I don't know if your, it was the same person that came back. It's not your spirit that comes back in that body when they raise you. That's why I think I, about yeah. think about weekend at Bernie's. Was that Bernie or was he just raised up to show them what they needed to see? Uh, it, see yeah, that's a good allegory. Now, so you got to understand because the Most High God did not grant you permission to go back to your vessel. Therefore, it's like you bringing back a computer, but you took the hard drive out and changed it. It's like Pet Cemetery. Now there's no hard drive. So now there's no hard memory. There's no hard disk. It's unnatural. So it doesn't remember anything and it doesn't know anything other than basic impulse.
That means that I, I could have, that. I could have, I could be a computer with six gigabytes of RAM, but I got no hard memory. So I, everything I got, everything I use in the moment, as soon as I'm done using it, I forget. Well, if your blood has not been flowing for over 24 hours, I think your memory would be wiped clean. And then if it yeah, starts it pumping even, again, it you're even, a new thing. And <laughs> even then, you're not understanding. You're brand new. The spirit yeah. is what, when you get raised up again, yeah. this is the point right. of resurrection, is that it's you still. They never but said that. They so? never said they can't raise your vessel again. Because they can keep you alive. Even medical technology can keep you alive as a, a fucking vegetable. They can get your heart to start mm -hmm. beating again or throw your ass on a You're fucking right uh, on a fucking machine that they use when they're doing heart transplant. You know what I'm saying? But how or they can do like they do with the gyroscope with me on kidney dialysis, where I can I know I can bring my heart down to where it does no beats. I've had times where I've been on I'm kidney dialysis and they thought I was dead. Because I wasn't moving and I wasn't breathing. Because I didn't have to. The machine was doing everything for me. And I already know in my mind I can chill. Mind over body. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like my that. mind. The Because remember, just like in the, um, to go into another historical context with that. That's why in the Shaolin temples, in the ancient Shaolin, even now in the modern Shaolin, but not everybody, only Tibetan Shaolin, not that Chinese bullshit, commercial shit, Shaolin. You know what I mean? I'm talking about the true art of the yogi. You know what I mean? Where it's the cross between the Hebrew, the ancient Egyptian, Sumerian, the um, Babylonians, the Kushites, um, the, the Dravidians. You know what I mean? It's all of that original religion from the Tower of Babylon that you're supposed to know. Tower Everybody's supposed to know this stuff already. You know what I mean? By the time you're the Tower grown, of Babel is a very interesting story, man. Yeah, but see, the Tower of Babel, which people don't understand, is because they wanted to be God. That's the problem. See, God already told us in advance there's no God beside him. You know what I mean? Well, there's only one conscious. That, yeah, creator. but understand, we he told us in the law we are gods in our own right, but there is no God beside him, meaning that he is God Almighty. There's nobody on his plateau. You understand what I mean? Without him, this place that we call reality would no longer exist. The, the, the thing that people have a problem with that is because they see that and they think that God is a dictator now. Yeah, threatening. It's threatening to them. Yep. And they, they see him as authoritative. But yep. see, it's funny. It's like, then show me you can jump 100 feet in the air then. Show me how you defy physics. Because yeah. that's the laws of the commandments too. What did God say? Anything He said to follow the law. You know what I mean? So that means in, in science, laws are considered to be things that are always true no matter what. It's absolute, yeah. right? That's a law. You can keep testing it and you're always going to get the same result. That's the law. To me, it's just about keeping myself humble. You know what I mean? Water is always wet, brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> what are you going to say? Water is always wet. I don't care if it's steam. I don't care if it's steam, ice, or just liquid. That it's, motherfucker it's is an objective wet. fact. It's it is a, what it is. Exactly. Yeah, it's wet. I'm telling you. It's something that you can never change. You know what I mean? And that's the reality that God placed in front of us is the limitation. The reality that we are the limitation based on limitation. You know what I mean? Our true limitation is the fact that we're an unlimited being in a limited circumstance. 
Yo, do you think they had um um cloud storage type? Bro, of course they did. The Black Knight satellite. What do you think they stored it on? The Black Knight satellite. No, do, do you think they used quartz or crystals. silicone? I think they used quartz. No, they used all crystals. The fact that right now, okay, so twelve thousand BC, um, the Egyptians, the Hittites, the pe- the uh, Macedonians, the people living in Crete. Um, the Cretans, Cretans, uh, the Canaanites, all around there, they all were snuffed out of existence within fifty years. That's two generations of people. Um, so, if hypothetically, if we were to go into an electromagnetic pulse hits Earth, and we're out of our electronic power grid for two generations, three generations. How would we explain our smartphones and our technology and everything like that to a generation of people who were born into this world not knowing a damn thing about it? And like, how would we, how would our language transfer? And I'm not saying that the, at the collapse of the Bronze Age, that they had the exact same technology we had. I think that they had a parallel type of technology that probably ran on something similar to quartz. It might not have been silicone based, you know, mm-hmm. like how we use transistors and gold and platinum and lithium. They might have been using something else, like you said. No, they like, were using the same yeah. things we're using today called that. That's why it's called alchemy. That's why they believe they was using the periodic table of elements. Okay. You know what I mean? So they knew about elements. That's why they was able to use alchemy. But they actually got a more in-depth knowledge of the periodic table of elements because of their spiritual aspects that they applied to the elements. Because in science, they don't believe in the spirit, right? They believe the spirit is fabricated by the imagination. So that because it's not provable. So, but you can't prove your thoughts either. Well, just because something is you can't prove your thoughts. Well, you can do an action, but who's to say that's what you was thinking? You see what I'm saying? You, we cannot prove that a thought exists. We cannot yeah. prove that spirit exists. Well, but we know they exist. Why? Because without them, we cannot function. We, exactly. we are not the operator of the vessel. And, and okay, so science might say they don't exist, but just because they're fabrications doesn't mean they're not important. But it's not a fabrication, because what about the Higgs boson? Anti-matter, right? They're not fabrications, but even if you want to call them fabrications, they're still this? important. What about this, too? Like, you know what proves the spirit? And this is how the Most High God explains it in the Bible, too, with fire. You know what I mean? The spirit is an eternal, Burning. smokeless, heatless flame. I always thought this was cultish, but at, at my church that I went to in Minnesota, we went up to um, the great uh, to to Lake Superior in in the middle of summer, and they had this thing called the Eternal Flame. Yep. In the chapel down there, and it was this commune that we all. I mean, it was fucking awesome to be honest with you. Um, but it felt cultish, but in a good way. Yeah, that's not that not wouldn't be considered a cult. That would be. It was more constructive. Like- that would be like your like your name, bro. It's an abbey. Yeah, an abbey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're going to the you're going to go like in this like the Shaolin do. They're going to go lock themselves into the hermeticism. But they, had, they had this eternal flame that never went out. In yeah, that's in the, the hermeticism, uh, bro. Yeah, exactly. That's hermeticism yeah. and Zoroastrianism. You know what I'm I saying? Know. Which comes from that exact age you're talking about, the Achaemenid Empire. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's where Zoroasterism came from, from the Persians, the Achaemenes. It is great to put that in the context. Because you didn't even mention them. You didn't even mention them in the end of the Bronze Age, right. and you're forgetting that those are the people who act, that you're like these. All these people got wiped out, but you're not understanding the Achaemenes is the one who wiped them out. Well, now that brings me to my yeah, next saying, question. Who do you think the sea people were? Because oh, every, the sea people is easy, bro. That's easy. The sea people the is sea what people. we the sea like people, people is, on boats. Or the people sea on people is who we call the Hebrews. Yeah. Yep. Because the Hebrews, because Shem's lot in the Bible, people don't understand. They think Shem's lot was like Africa and all that. No, we Shem's lot was America. What about Shem? The, got the, the original Adamite lands. That's what he drew on the lot was Adam's original lands, which is the Americas. What about the Aya Sahara in the? We was coming because think about it like this, right? I'm gonna tell you right now, like think about it like this, right? Well, if you put South America and this goes into the Aya the Sahara and all that, which okay. you're just talking about Mauritania, right? Yes. Because if you Aya. put South America and Africa back together, right? Mm-hmm. It tells you in the Bible when they separated in the days in Genesis 10 in the days of Pelet. The continents divided. Yes. All right. But it wasn't talking about Pangea, though. It was talking about what what they told us. The, our society already told us in a roundabout way. What do they call black people? African-Americans. Yeah. So what would they have called that subcontinent? African-America? <laughs> that, is that not African-America? When Africa yeah. broke off of South America, did it not become African-America? Now that's African-America. You see where I'm going with that. And I got to go to another point. It's incredibly ignorant to think that people in the African continent could not have sailed across the Atlantic Ocean to reach the Lesser Antilles. What about when it was only a river? It could, yeah, when it was only a river, exactly, exactly. Because if you, my boy already did this uh, um, with the with a map of the Amazon and the map of the Congo. When you put the Amazon River right to the connective point of Africa, where it fits in perfectly, mm-hmm. the Amazon and the Congo become one river. And where do you think we got the Amazonians from? Yeah, exactly, Amazonas. Yeah. That's from Cali, California, California. You know what I mean? There was some beautiful... What is California still known for today? Beautiful women. You know what I'm saying? Let's be real. Always has been, always will be. word from the beginning of time to the end of time. Shout beautiful out to women. Kelly, my friend Kristen Kessler. <laughs> out there if he's listening. You know what I mean? And it yeah. doesn't matter what race or woman it is. If they come from California, most likely they're beautiful. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's some beautiful ass people. Maybe they, well, might, be, they might have this some... This ain't the smoke break unless we're smoking. You know, Fuck we had yes. Amen. See, and that's what's funny about this whole. See, they want us to believe the out of Africa theory. So, think about it like this: What if the out of Africa theory, like it includes America? You know what I'm saying? Because I got maps in my own phone well, that I could show you where the impact of the younger driest meteor that destroyed the dinosaurs caused the flood of Noah, the impact zones, and then they show you where the wave of of the energy would have ended at. It it starts in. Um, in South America, and it ends in freaking Turkey. It was not a plate tectonic in the Atlantic. What created the Atlantic Ocean? It was a hydraulic, hydraulic. plate. It dropped. The Earth basically oh, popped and turned. It popped in the. It popped in the in the, where the Atlantic Ocean was when Africa and South America broke. Bang! And then the hydraulic plate dropped. Boom! And when it dropped, the world went shh. 
And now that's why it's aligned the way it is. Because remember, South America and Africa is not lined up, though, where it would perfectly fit. And also, our it North... It looks like it was blown apart. Our you North Pole and... Uh, South Pole Axis not has actually good. been wandering uh, in the past couple of years. You, you should have used that. Flat Earth, anybody? Flat Earth? I can't go with Flat Earth. I go with um, Flat Earth on a simple fact of I understand geometry. That I have to have a, a dot to have a line to have a cube. So I believe that it's more <laughs> so likely just like that... So in order for the Earth to be a sphere, it has to be flat first. It has to be okay. in the second dimension before it can be a third, three-dimensional object. That's a fair starting point. That's mathematically sound. Yeah. It's so fair, I can, no, it's a fair <laughs> starting point. You know what I mean? That should be straight mathematically sound, bro. You can't destroy that. Why? Because the math is perfect. I, can, I can't destroy I can show it sitting you, on the ground. You know what I'm saying? I can't destroy that sitting on the ground. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but you can still jump in the sky, though. But, okay. See what I'm the saying? The way I see it is... Um... But you're not a flat line, though. I don't believe in the flat earth, but I, I believe that it's more likely that we live in a hyper-dimensional world. The further away from society or Egypt you get, the closer that you get to El, El Shaddai, the wilderness, right? The less civilized yes. you become. Yeah, it's too much to comprehend. It's too much for you to, to, for you to, once. For you to take in. It's true, but I but, keep I keep my civility but, somehow. But if you are not around, so if you're not a survivalist, for example, say like you're a farmer, right? right? You're gonna be more of a sheltered lifestyle, so you're not gonna be prepared for some violence. If no, niggas see, run up, if niggas run up and they kill your wife and blow her head off in front of you, and you're a farmer, you never seen no shit like that before in your life. That shit's gonna shock you to the point where now you're gonna be frozen in place. Yeah. Remember, you got to remember there's people out here in this world that's pacifist. So I am kind of pacifist, but dude, if you're pro if you're on my land, I no, but I, I mean, have no qualms about Yeah, but that's but you're not understanding that's because you believe in a Eurocentric mindset of borders. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So you got to understand the way that the most high God created everything originally was there was no border. Borders came between fighting infighting between humans. So he had to say, look, this is your shit. This is his shit. Because if he didn't do that, we'd be still beefing. The way I see it is... See, it's my, this is my shit anyway. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I protect it's not my, even no borders. No, borders is invisible. It's wrong. Come on, bro. I, I protect, we over here protect, killing, we're bombing people in other countries right now true. because of invisible shit. I protect my land. And then they want to say God's not real, but you're, fuck your borders then. I, yeah, I mean, here, here's my yeah. thing. I let agree, those Mexicans I agree with you on in that. here. Fuck them borders. Let yeah. the Mexico, let the Mexicans in here. They, they, really though, they're I human agree beings. They deserve to be here. They was born on the earth, right? Yeah. Every immigrant's yeah. been coming through that way. It's and been like that in all Ellis civilization. Island. Yeah. All I mean, civilization, bro. America is the first civilization where they was they was they was vetting you yeah. to get up in there. It's like, this is a VIP at the club type shit. Kind of. Oh, shit. Actually, I never thought you about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is a, there's a velvet rope over here. And they got this fucking, they got the centaurs like, nah, nigga, you can't get up in here mm. unless you pass the test. Yeah. We got some things we got to ask you. <laughs> we got some, we need some family information. And then we going to decide whether or not we letting you up in here. That's it. 
Why are you not getting up in there? Why do some people get in America when they apply for green cards and visas, but then other people don't? Even though they have the same circumstance. Because it has something That's to do with question. Because it's yeah, it has to do that because it has to do with the fact that you're not Israelites, you're not a original Shemitic people. I have a friend when they named traced Keneal. you back. Sometimes now, think I about wonder, it. Think about how it did like this guy get into this country? Now, think about it. Other people like, can't get into this country. How did this guy get into this country? He's a Shemite, bro. You got to you know be. I mean? You uh, got to be a Shemitic people to get in here. Bro. For real, that's what they 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 need. Uh, like, come on, bro. Well, Why do you think right, they uh, ask you your family information that's not Nazi shit to you? I've been told that you my name, Nathan, is... Maybe they just um, want to add you to the system. Is, just like, is, yeah, but listen to your last what's name, you the Abby, bro. Name? It's French. That's already Abby. They want to give you a last the, name. Abby is where they went to go train the priests. You know what I'm saying? Think about that. That's a Levitical. That means you got Levitical, you got Levitical bloodlines with that. People in your family yeah. was priests in the priesthood. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and that's based off your name. So now I already know that. Oh, shoot, Abby. Yep. So he's in the priesthood. Hold up. Let me check his coat of arms real quick with his family. <laughs> then they're going to check who you was fighting for in the Middle Ages, in the Crusade. Oh, I was yep. just going to say cru- the Crusaders and shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It goes all the way back. They're not just going Ooh. to the Crusade because then they go even deeper than that. They oh, do. yep. And then he, his family even went back into the ancient times and ancient Greece and all that. And here's bro, the trippy thing, you, it goes man. Back, here's the trippy thing. World War II, through my family, family off through a loop because my dad is adopted and I have no idea about my dad's background. Anything beyond my dad. I have no clue. Well, that's where you have to just say like, see, this is where it comes in. My dad was born right after World War II. That's why the Most High says the fatherless, right? You were supposed to take care of the fatherless. So that means if somebody don't have a father, you're supposed to take care of them. So that's like adoption, right? That's why I take care of my dad. you become... That person's blood lineage now, even though it's not, you're not originally their child. Yo, this is deep, like, but because it goes into that in a scripture, because now they are your blood child, even though you don't share what we call DNA. Yeah. But you're, but by name, you have the name, just like the Most High said. Any other people called by my name is my is my people. So he said that's why he gave the Israelites his name. You know what I'm saying? Because he said anybody called by my name is my people. That's why in the Bible he's so disappointed in people who claim his name. Can you talk me through this? Because we all have his names. We all have names of God. You know what I'm saying? Especially most people who live in the, who's from the West, who's from Catholic origins, who's from... Jewish origin, Lutheran, Muslim technically. Origin. We have names of God. We got God's names in our name. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, shit. You know what? That's fucking kind of true. It's and like that's the divine me, like, right. The you got to understand. Shit. Yeah, exactly. It's a divine right. Can you bro. talk, can you talk me is, through this? Is Christ, obviously. It's like... Psh. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. What about you? What a, like, Nathan. Know. Nathan is a um, derivative form of Jonathan, which Jonathan in the Hebrew is Yochanan. Yochanan was um, King David's right-hand man, bro. Are you sure about that? That Nathan yeah. is Jonathan? Uh, yeah. I know that it's a b- biblical name. Nathan is, a, Nathan is derivative of Jonathan. Yeah. John Nathan. Joe Nathan or John. John Nathan. John Nathan. What does John mean? What does John mean? Yes. God, right? John Nathan. Uh, yeah. Joe. Exactly. Joe. Yes. That's why John Jamaican Nathan. say Ja. You know what I mean? I, they call I him could. Ja. John Nathan. Because <laughs> Ja is yeah. also Ja. Can you talk you know? me through this right. though? When I was talking about taking care of like my dad and shit, because you were saying like 
that that's how that shit happens. I got hella fucking resentment for like my sister because she fucking she put me on the blacklist. Basically, she don't talk to me at all, even after I got sober. And like I'm at home taking care of my dad, pops with Parkinson's and shit. He doesn't know his past. I'm trying to talk to him about talk to him through shit. And, like, he's fucking 72 years old and shit. Like, I, I don't even know how to, like, contextualize that, really. But, like, that that's kind of where I'm at right, in, right now. You have to be, like, first of all, it's because your sister, number one, you got to understand your sister is going through... She got five psycho- kids. She's going through some psychosomatic stuff right now, too, that you are not aware to because you're yeah. not privy to that information, you know what I mean, between right. her and your father. So you're not going to be able to understand ever fully what she's going through with that. But yeah. on top of that, you have to see it as, like you said, your dad got Parkinson's disease. So the way that I can interpret that is is because your family doesn't know their family history now. Their, now your, your history is erasing so much faster that now it's erasing their life. That's what scares me. Because, yeah, but that doesn't mean that it affects you. It only affects him like that because, remember, that was his probability role when he was born. Yeah. You understand? You have a different probability role. That's why I like to write. I want to. Yeah, remember, that's why they're talking about star charge, zodiacs. That's your probability role. You know what I mean, bro? Like, see, like me and my mom, for example, we're the same sign. We was born 20 years apart and we was born in the same exact week's time span, right? And it's funny, to own, but the only probability role difference, the only difference that I see between me and my mom that was the difference in the probability role was I was born male. That okay. was my difference in the probability role. So that's what created me as a different, whole different total pathway. How do so you... now I'm the male version of that bloodline, that's that that system. See, I'm Sag- I'm Sagittarius, and me too. um, how how do you feel about the whole new uh, Ophiuchus? Well, I, I actually fall into that, and I believe that that's a more prevalent because it also goes with the Doesn't mystery that take us of back? that goes back to the mystery. Does it of take the us back to tribe? The it's the, the thirteenth, right? It's the thirteenth sign, so it takes up some yes. space and somewhere, right? Prime, yeah, but it's is but it, is it on top no. of it? Does it overlap? It is, listen, no, listen. the two signs. Ophiuchus is the pathway of the sun through the zodiac. Thank you. It's we can't see it because it's in the path of the sun. It's blinding us. No, we can't see it because it is the path of the sun. Yeah, uh, yes. It's the route that sun travels. Yes. It's what we would call... But the stars in that position You know when they show you it like in a cylindrical shape, like a bowl type, when they show you the zodiac like that? Yeah. That's it. So when it shows you that... So where does it fit? Think about that It fits... So if you're staring at the sun... What's the dates for that? Oh, that's in between November 29th and... um, November 30th and December 17th. Yes. And and so those time those periods right there November thirtieth uh, and December, December 17th. 17th that's also that's Sagittarius now no it's Sagittarius it's there's Sagittarius and there's also so the tail end of it's only one week now yeah. so where's December 9th. so where is Scorpio Scorpio is only the one week of Scorpio does it does and it and then it goes right into the future. so everybody's sign is affected by that right no. Only the last sign. Just yeah, only the last. 
there's two that are affected. Um, well, the one before is, Sagittarius. Yeah, but you could get pushed into other signs, though. Yeah. That's why some people in their life always believe that they were this certain sign, and then they find out they was really a different sign, and that's why their life is never going the way they thought it should. You How do you feel I mean? about, like, plurality of worlds and stuff, like life on other planets? And Well, uh, the life on the other planets thing, see, that's where I get it. Just, I think it's getting hairy. I kind of believe what the Most High says about um, that. The, the the what we call space out there is just luminaries. It's just luminaries. And then... Phosphines? And, and, um, like, like, like lights. Like lights. lights. Phosphines. Yeah. yeah. And and then in the show The Messiah on Netflix, they just... Um, the Messiah told them that this, everyone who had, a, had, has, or will have a spirit, this, um, the spirit resides in the stars. That each star represents an individual spirit. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of those reality. Now I'm good. That's one of those reality checks, man. Oh yes. Like oh yes. So and because you got to think about it. That's one thing you can think about with life. Life you can always tell is when something's dead because the light leaves the eyes. The stars leave. You can, which is the same star that we see in the sky. I watched it night. go out of go to the stars. My cats. The, no, you don't go to the stars when you Do die. You the stars when you die. Like no, Lion you, King. No, when you die, yeah, when you die and your vessel die. When your die, when your vessel dies, bro. What it is is now we go back into a position of observation. You know about Cat Stevens? Because it's like an infinite. Because remember, we're just experiencing the infinite observation. Do you know about Cat Stevens? Do you know what Cat Stevens is? No. Okay, well, there's a verse in um, one of his songs where it says, uh, Lord, my body has been a good friend, but I won't need it when it's in the end. Well, that's technical. Because if you understand, like. And Dragon Ball says, like, in Dragon Ball lore, like, which comes from um, Japanese Wait, what was the question that you asked? And stuff, Cat Stevens. Um, about the, he said that his body can't make it with him in the end. But that's okay. not... But, it's been a good friend, but, but... that's not necessarily true. Can't make it with you. Because yeah. the body is a, one of the aspects of the totality of self. Because they themselves are unclean. Who are the unclean in society today? I would have to say the sex traffickers. Sex traffickers, definitely. You know what um, I mean? I'm... Um, I would say, like these the the these hardcore corrupted elite, um, drug dealers, <laughs> the heavy drug dealers. Did you just say the elected elite, corrupted elite, of the, and elected elite, the corrupted elected elite? Well, we didn't elect them, really. Yeah, no. you mean the elected chosen? The elected chosen. They were kind of... The government elects uh, themselves. Elected, I, I'm going to put in parentheses, parentheses, elected elite. Um, we didn't really elect these people. Uh, we're, we're not in a democracy. We're in a representative democracy. And if you really want to look at it, we're in an oligarchy. So these people have bloodlines. Exactly. We're in a... Um, we're not even in the oligarchy. We're in... Actually, we're already... We've already advanced beyond that. We're in the technocracy already, yeah. because our obsession is gaining the the greatest technology, even more so than political power. Because remember, the the technology 
the people who are like the people who are rich in the technology, Zuckerberg, yep. um, Bezos, we Bill Gates. We talking about the richest people in the world that are richer than these politicians. Bro. They hold more weight bro, than politicians. Than they do. You're that's what, that's the that issue. More They're more and in control. I feel like than... the government is around to serve the corporations. Yeah, the rich. No, it doesn't not. matter. It doesn't matter which party you the got in the. No, the government in the is, in the in listen, Washington it doesn't matter listen, what party this is you got. All the government is here to do. They're gonna do the same the thing. The government is here to keep order. You know what I mean? They're just gonna get That's there all different it is. ways. It's here to prevent chaos. That's it's all just, the government's here for. Well, it's just the right I think says they think they're here for to 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 stop chaos, but what they're really doing is causing more chaos because <laughs> what we need is we need our inner selves telling us to regulate ourselves and to not be chaotic. And yeah, we don't need the government to step in and tell us how to no, raise we our do children. Need the government. Thank you. Yes. Listen. We do need the government to tell us how to raise our children, but not in the aspect of them being the parents. Not in the aspect the saying, aspect like, if you do this, then that, then we're going to do that. They need to we give need, us the You know what I mean? We're going to come and take your kids away. We no, need. but listen, listen. But something like them not taking away home economics in yes. school but we need some is teaching us of... to be good parents. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, I'm that's the authority part. You teach part. these these kids in junior high school how to cook, clean, and sew, and the importance of I took home of, of craftsmanship and understanding how to fix your own stuff, not just be throwaway society. Let me buy this new shit and throw yeah. this one away, even though it's still good. I stitch right. my own shit. Well, it's still. all you know it's all I mean? like, yeah. it's all in the name of the society, anyways. It's We're like yo, we get we, we give our kids vaccines because we have a society. We're a throwaway society. No, but we need vaccines. Trust me. We brother. do need vaccines. That's and it's because we have a society. Uh, but see, the thing about yeah, no, you know what this, I mean? we well, don't want we, we don't want a global like, society that um could uh, any any like weird parasite or infection could spread from unknown causes and infect <laughs> other people throughout the globe, and that's the only reason why we need those. And like honestly, the benefits outweigh the the, the fuck up the risk. Yeah. Now. And like, so, cause, and I know that too, because that's like people like, understand, you have to bring yourself to the conclusion of, you know what I mean? You could either get, take the risk of taking this shot and living, or you could take the risk of not getting the shot and now you're sick and it's too late. And you could kill all the other people that didn't get the shot. Exactly. You can kill everybody else, who, especially if you're not old enough to get that yet. You didn't make the decision yourself. Your parents did. Exactly, bro. You didn't make the decision to get the vaccinations. Your parents made that decision for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How come all these Jewish kids is getting hit with measles? Because them niggas didn't get vaccination. But me and you did. Me and you and you and you. Yeah. We ain't gonna catch that shit. So guess what? The Russians can't hit us with a measles bomb. They got to wait more generations. But guess what? Now that they did this dumb little measles outbreak thing, see, the American government was smart. We did a false flag measles outbreak, right? Mm-hmm. In order for us to get people to get the vaccination rate back up. Yeah, yeah. In order for the Russians, because see, people don't understand this espionage, bro. They're trying to, the Russians is trying to wait us out. They're trying to wait into, bro, they got vats and vats and vats in Siberia of all viruses and bacteriums. Um, yeah, and they want to hit I, us. I gotta, I gotta talk, I gotta Biological talk about, warfare. Have you, have you heard of, um, um, Valskov Island in the Aral Sea? 
which one is that? Is it's that? it's the biological warfare island yeah, that's in the, the one Aral that Sea. Has the that, gallons. The yes, the, the, the sea that. had dried up now, so it's basically in a desert <laughs> waiting for terrorist groups to come and harvest. <laughs> like they have mutated forms of the plague, they have um, <laughs> these genetically modified um, versions of the flu Bro, it's that like can wipe us all CDC. out. It's like their version of CDC, except they're weaponizing their shit. But th this is an island that See, was in the middle the of... That's the scary thing, and that these things actually exist. Yes. Yeah. And, you know it's, I mean? and it's in Kazakhstan, in Mongolia, on the border of Uzbekistan. It's in the Aral Sea. It, it's an island that was in the middle of this, gonna, the fourth largest gonna, sea. You got to remember, they're not going to attack that because, see, that's some world-ending shit. Now... No, listen, see, this is this is the thing about, you got to understand about humanity. You don't need to attack it. Nobody's ego is that dark that they want to mm. start the end of the world. I don't trust me on that. You're, okay. No, trust me on that. Yeah. Because everybody's human in this life. You are right. I don't right. care how savage you feel like you are or how dark you feel like you are. You know what I mean? You're not, if you're conscious, you're not dark enough to, to have that on but, your, on your you conscience. But, but there's a Possessed. quote, the, the, the pave. That's, that's different. Evil you, could, you could pave, different. The, the pathway to hell is paved with good intentions. It seems like this is such a great <laughs> episode, guys, that like we, we're suddenly just running out of, out of space. <laughs> we were as prepared as you always think you are. You're just like, you can always be more prepared. You know, True. hey, how about this? You get the, you can, you know what I mean. You can always capture the moment, but you can't capture time, brother. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean. you can't. So, <laughs> so we're gonna, we're just gonna, you know, we're gonna uh, end the video portion of this with, uh, you know, I just uh, want to ask Nate like a couple questions. Like, let me know, brother. What do you? How do you feel about a painful death? A painful death. I don't think that death is ever going to be painful. I think it's a part of life. I think that um, when I got into a, uh, I've had uh, multiple near, near death experiences. Um, one was a car accident. One was me getting jumped and stabbed um, in a street in, in Minneapolis. Um, the car accident one um, took place in 2016 um, on 195 in Matapoiset on the way to uh, Fall River from Cape Cod. And um, I, I flipped the car over like probably about three or four, I don't know how many times. I just remember waking up and there was a, um, a limb from a tree that had um, come through the windshield and pierced the seat beside me. And there, that was when I woke up and there was blood um, coming down from my head because I had the windshield glass had gone there. Um, I think I busted my head on it or something. I don't really remember, but um, I remember looking up and like a bunch of people had pulled off. I think, and we're looking down at the ditch where I was, and all I did was laugh, maniacally, like the Joker almost. <laughs> and I don't know why, but it was because, what can you do? Like, I thought I was dead. Like, so uh, that's literally what I did was I, I just, I looked at the 
fact that a tree had just gone through the windshield and pierced the seat next to me and there's blood coming down my head and maybe it's the last seconds of my life so go out with a laugh and i didn't have that opportunity when i was 18 when i got jumped and stabbed in minneapolis because i was drunk and i was unconscious basically by the time the by the time i when i got jumped i i turned around and the baseball bat was almost at my head so uh, i didn't have time to process it until after i had had the head trauma um so yeah i think that second brush kind of codified what i really think about death yeah it's interesting um yeah it's a good answer that was a good answer right. <laughs> something that i nice. that I, i'm gonna start asking like all the guests that come on i started well, that right, can like, i ask you uh, what 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 do you think what do you think how, how do i feel yes about yeah. a, a painful death Oof. um how do you feel about memory death and memory death is Everyone who remembered you and everyone who knows you ends up dying so that you are basically nothing now. How do you feel about that concept? Because that scares me. That's like, that's like if you live, like. No, well, I mean, I'm you, talking like, about generations from like... now. When, when, when this is all said and done, when, Ooh. when people that uh, you're, descendants don't even know of you so like you're talking about like what is your legacy yes if your legacy just is forgotten like well, you're just forgotten you're just like is. a random grave like oh who's that guy that's nobody that. knows yeah but the most high god told us that we'll all erase from history eventually do you think we'll come back what do you mean uh, do you think that when we get erased we come back in some form or another i do no because even if we did come back, how you're portraying it to say, come back. Even if we were, like, given a, another lifetime, right, for example. Metaphysically. That's how you want to say, right? Then that wouldn't be you anyway, because that individual spirit, even if it had your type of energy, it's not you. Yep, so that's it, you motherfuckers. You pot-smoking <laughs> pandas. Hey. We'll see you next time it's the on the smoke break hey and don't forget you assholes i'm just I'm, I'm, you know it's uh, don't call them assholes you know it's funny you know what's funny is like i've been playing this game with the with the smoke break facebook page where i would go like super conservative and then yeah. i'll go super liberal <laughs> and people Bro. will be like dude what are you like <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a libertarian socialist and it's because i'm scandinavian and i tell people that in america and it confuses the fuck out of them. right so but anyways, <laughs> I mean, I want yeah, you guys yeah, you know what I am. to recognize what I the smoke what break is. About. Take it for what it is. You know what I mean? It's, there's a little bit of something for everybody. As you can see, this episode was full of like information and interesting discussions. So I want you to treat the smoke break like a blunt, puff it, pass it to your friend, share this shit. We're on all social media. We're on Spotify and iTunes. You know, I want you guys to, you know, go and, you know, tell me what you think about it. If you're on YouTube, subscribe, give the channel a like, um, give the video a like, and uh, spread the word. Yeah.
Yeah, that's our finest smoke break, y'all. And that's, go. and that's the shit. So we'll see you guys. Hey. And it ain't even the iceberg! <laughs>